Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But it is a great pleasure to look across the desk to see my old mate T. Morris. Welcome, Tommy. Well, You're doubling up. My old pal, Sammy. Ricky. I was, yeah, I was here, uh, well, 12 hours ago doing Sports Day. We did a special 90s episode, Sammy, which was great fun. Just with saw you, Parker. And... Just saw you tuck up the swag under your desk yeah. and uh, you slept over, which is impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's good to be here with you. I've been uh, listening and watching you and Scoob go at it. And it's fair to say I'm going to bring a slightly different vibe to Scoob. <laughs> I'm a bit more positive to you. I'm a big fan of your work. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly. You know, Scoop sits here like this. You know, yeah. but he's, oh, he's yeah, that's a good impersonation. And, and he's. He looks deep into your eyes sometimes. And his pauses like this, and you think, has he lost his words? Yeah. And he finds him, and he's yeah. okay in the end. But I come bearing gifts this morning, Sammy. Oh, my oh, wife. Not again. Have a granola cookie. Oh, there mate, you go. that's magnificent. There you go. Oh, hang on. Is that, one? Is that one? You get one Crikey, so I thought that was three. So there you go. That's my present to you this morning. I bet Scoob didn't bring granola cookies for you. Uh, he did not, no. He brought uh, he brought a firm hand, uh, yeah. Scoob. And, uh, and plenty of, as you say, dramatic pauses. Yeah. A lot of dramatic pauses. A lot pauses. of dramatic pauses. But it's been good to listen to you both and uh, some interesting talking points so as well. Likewise to you with, uh, with Bryce McGain at the end of the day. There's been a bit happening, hasn't there? A bit happening, yeah. A bit of cricket, a bit of footy even. Um I can't wait to talk to you about the Tom Curran stuff. Oh, I can't believe. Before we get to that, yeah. um, which, by the way, we'll, we'll jump to it. If you've seen the vision, and I'm sure a lot of people listening this morning, by the way, the open line, 1300 736 736. 40 Wings Temper Text is 0433981116. Tom and I would both love your involvement along the way. Let's let's grow towards nine o'clock together. Mm. Um, once you saw the vision on Seven Cricket, I think, who accessed it last night, uh, the down-the-ground footage, if I can call it that. A fixed camera. It's incredible that he's only got the four matches. Can yes. I say that? Yeah. Are we talking about it now? Can we well, just... let's do... So Tom Curran is the English international who plays yeah. for the Sydney Sixers. He's played uh, ODI cricket. Yep. Maybe nearly 30 matches ODI cricket for England. Uh, T20, he's played a pair of tests here, yeah, as yep. you reminded me he, earlier he, this morning. Australian fans might remember him because it was in the test documentary, I think. Oh, maybe, no, it, sorry, it wasn't in the test documentary, but... His first test wicket was David Warner, right? but it was a no ball right. at the MCG, and Warner was on 99. That was Boxing Day Test 17-18. Uh, then he played the SCG, and he never played Test Cricket for England again. So for those who have been who have missed this and have been living under a rock, Tom Curran's been banned for four matches, effectively half of the, the BBL season due to a pre-match altercation with an umpire. And this goes back to the Hobart Hurricane Sydney Sixers clash at Launceston. Might have been the first game of the, of the tournament. It was in the warm-up. Mm. He wanted to run on the pitch to warm up. Yep, which you can't do. And the umpire told him once, yep. told him twice, might have told him a handful of times. In the end, a game of chicken has ensued where the umpire has stood on the crease to block him. Yep. And Tom Curran has charged at this umpire. Neither are going to move. In the end, the umpire sort of half steps aside, 
Curran sort of leans into him and runs past mm. him, and then there's some more words exchanged. And they're appealing it, Sydney. Yeah. They are appealing it. I wonder whether the, it's a fully-fledged appeal and they actually believe that he should get off or the penalty should, penalty should be reduced, or whether it's just a stab in the dark Head and they're Sydney trying to support Sixers, the player. Rachel Haynes. Tom and the club maintain that Tom did not knowingly or intentionally intimidate a match official. And on legal advice, we will exercise our right to appeal the decision. We will support Tom during this period. So he's being charged with a level three offence under the CA Cricket uh, Cricket Australia Code of Conduct for an, that incident, and it is the exact charge in its wording, is intimidation or attempted intimidation of an umpire, match referee, or medical personnel, whether by language or conduct. Intimidation or attempted intimidation. You can get into the weeds of this pretty quickly, but it's very clear that the umpire was intimidated by it. And also, Sammy, it's the fourth umpire's role to protect the pitch and supervise the pitch in breaks of play. So before the game, in between innings. We'll get into it later, but I mean, I think most people and... um, Well, you'd think so. I've got in danger surmising on this front before, most notably yesterday. Yeah, how was was yesterday for you? Violent. Yeah. So, uh, I I mean, you've got two journos sitting here, so let's have a discussion about this. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people will be all ears. Yeah, well, I mean, like we may as well now. It's 6.09 in the morning. I listened to you actually live yesterday morning defending uh, Mitch Cleary and his reporting, which I think was just meat and potatoes, really. Like, he played a straight bat. He's thrown between the flags. Did he not just stick to the facts? He did stick to the facts. Uh, It was written up online, and then I checked social media a little bit later on. And then (laughs) that's written up online. Yeah. Yeah. That was your day. That wasn't ideal. No, well, I'm not a big, especially this time of the year, I don't don't jump on Twitter really at all. I had a quick uh, canvas of things about halfway through the day and thought, yep, I'll just uh, just leave that alone. I'll just exit stage yeah. left here. Um, but no, I thought I thought I was just staggered by, and I found myself scrolling, funnily enough, the night before, just quickly, and I saw Mitch Cleary's uh, tweet, which was essentially, I'll read it out exactly, Clayton Oliver's headed home from Melbourne's training camp in Lawn to deal with personal medical challenges. Updates later on. That was it. 143 comments that tweet received. How many negative out of 143 oh, towards I, I, Mitch? I didn't read them all, but I reckon 95% yeah. would have been negative towards yeah. just leave him alone. Like, and I would have thought, as without going back over it all, one of the game's best players can't fulfil a pre-season training obligation with his team and he leaves to go home. I would have thought that needs to be yeah. documented. And Alan Richardson gives a quote on it. And a statement is issued by the club. Yeah. I would have thought that requires documentation. That's that's the job. Just the disparity, and, and I I'm not blaming anyone here, by the way, but the disparity between what some punters and the public thinks the role of the media is and what the actual role of the media is, is huge. Like, how can journalists, and I'm not talking about me or you here generally, but how can journalists in news media believe their role is one thing and the public believe their role is a completely different thing. Has this always been the case? When you started the Herald Sun, was there such ferocity in feedback towards media and journalists? Uh, well, more so now, I think, but given the rise and just how prolific social media is and everyone's got a voice. So that that we open ourselves up to, and that's fine. Like People saying, oh, we can give it, but we can't take it. It's, yeah. it's not that at all. I was just yeah. surprised that we've got a pretty thick skin. You have to have one. Mm. I was just surprised at how negative the feedback was, and I think a lot of it's tribal. Yep. Maybe a lot of them are Melbourne supporters who have got story fatigue and want to defend their player, and that's all fine too. But we weren't personally attacking him. No. We weren't delving, as you say, into the into the touchy subject of personal matters. He was simply documenting a fact. That was it. Mm. And if people have got story fatigue on this now, well, this is going to be a story for next year until Clayton yeah. Oliver can hopefully – 
straighten everything out. Hey, I tell you what other stories people have story fatigue on. The Adelaide training camp, the oh. Essendon drug saga, all the yep. big stories people get sick of because they're reported on a lot. And ultimately, you can get story fatigue all you want, but if a player leaves of Clayton Oliver's magnitude, then of course you need to report on it. But anyway, Sammy, I hope you're going all right after that yesterday because nah, I've read fine. all the stuff. It, it, was wasn't even, it wasn't even my fight to have. I, no. I have it Did you get a message from Mitch saying thanks for sticking up for me? Uh, we exchanged a few messages. <laughs> uh, Bob dropped us a text. Tom Curran should have got thrown out of the tournament and made to wash himself with <laughs> soap. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later on. I think he's very, very fortunate. I know you're fully across yeah. uh, the how, the why, and the what, and the when. Are you all set for Christmas, by the way? Uh, no, I need to do some shopping today. It's, oh. it's always a mad rush for me, Sammy. Oh. I'm not much of a shopper. Don't tell me you're going to Chadston I'm going to Chadston well. today. Oh. My wife went last night. That's the Quinella. I know. It's going to kill me. So I've got to do some shopping today. Oh. Uh, and I'm to be honest... I'm absolutely dreading it. Like, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading finding you know, a park. You know today, like it's the case for me, it's the case for you, it's like a case for, I'm yeah. sure for the boys here, a lot of people who are still listening this morning, those who aren't already down the coast or yeah. on holidays or overseas, this is their final day Yeah. For, for those who are finishing up. So all roads will lead to either Chadston or the airport. Now, who's got the word? I've got to go to the airport. Why? We're going from? to Hobart. Oh, right. So I'm going to the airport. I'm fearful of what that looks like on a Friday at close of business today, five yeah. o'clock. Oh, that's and shocking. Get there at two. And you're going to Chadston. I'm Who's got Ch- the worst? I'm going to Chadston. And <laughs> I actually don't mind Chadston. I used to I used to know where everything was. And then I didn't go there for about five years. And I've, I've got no, I, I've got no oh, idea I'm being told. I'm being told as well there's been car park chaos at Chaddy because they've oh. shut a couple of car parks for <laughs> construction or something. One of the good new inv- – I don't know if it's that new, actually. One of the recent uh, initiatives that Chadston and other car parks is you can see how many spots are left. You know, it has a little green oh, yeah, number yeah, up the there. little dots. And sometimes it says one, and you, and you race for that car So spot. are you one when you enter a car park and there, it's a thousand-space yeah. car park and it says one? See, I see one and I think... No, nah, I'm going to have a crack. I'm not having a crack. No, I always have a crack. A what? Always. It becomes a game of ego, I fold. I fold. No, I say, I you fold. would fold. What, you're going all in. No, but what you're I try... chips in for I'm the one. chips in because it says one for a reason and who knows who else is there. And then it's like a bit of a game of... of no. Well, speaking of a game of um, you know, cat and mouse, a game of chicken, if you approach an empty car spot from one angle and another car comes yes. from the other angle... This is the Tom Curran situation. Yeah, yeah, Tom Curran v. The Umpire. Who has right of way? Is it the car that's turning left or the car that's turning right Mate, into the car is, spot? This is how road rage ensues. And yeah. it's that time of year where tensions rage. are high. Yeah. Oh, so you'll fold on that. Yeah, I, I don't have any road rage at all. So if there's the one mm. and you find the one... Mm. And old mate's there with his raptor trying to get in from the opposite direction. Well, if he's there first or she's there first, then I let them in. I'm annoyed at myself when I let them in, but it shouldn't say one if that's the case. What do you mean? Well, like you, you, you need it up to date within the second. It should be is zero. It, and is it? I don't know. That's what no, I want. That's, that's what why I don't like it. I don't trust it. Sometimes the red is actually green. Sometimes the green's actually but, a red. Yeah. But Sammy, when you go into a car, uh, a car park mall and there's like, say, four levels, will you have a crack on the bottom level or will you just... Uh, Take your medicine and go to the top, thinking there'd be a few more on the top. Always have a bit of a crack. Yeah, always have a little bit of a crack. Yeah, a little fish. Dip the toe. I just just drop the bait in the water for a little bit, yeah. but then I'm quick to concede. Sometimes yeah. I just can't be bothered. Sometimes I go straight to the top. I'll tell you the other thing. I don't that, care. That, I'll walk. It gets me about, about Christmas shopping. It's walking around. So in Melbourne, you walk on the left. It's clear. So everyone walks on the left in the, in a shopping mall. Is that actually the case in the mall though? I well, reckon I, it's just I, chaos. Well, I think I think it's mostly the case in Melbourne. But when I was in London last year, Sammy, people walk on all sides of the road. You you got no idea when you're walking at someone, 
You don't divert to either side. You just walk at them and hope they move the other way. Another game of chicken. And it really got me because you should just always walk on the left. In the US, everyone walks on the right and it's clear. But London is just this hotspot, this mixture of different cultures and there's no default system. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the airport either. I don't think you're right. I'm going to have to get there about midday. What about the spirit of Tassie? Why don't you take the spirit of Tassie? No, I tried. I've spoken about this with Scoob. We always get the spirit down at Tassie. Every second year we go to Tassie because my in-laws are down there. And I couldn't get on. I tried to book in June. I couldn't get on. What do you mean? I'm trying to take the car and everything, and I couldn't get the car on. It had booked out. You know the Spirit of Tasmania sponsors Sports Day, so surely you could have pulled a few favours, Sammy. Oh, yeah. And you've been a big part of Sports Day this year. I'm not good at exposing those sort of uh, advantages, to be honest. So, no, we've just – we're flying now, which is – What about this text? Tom, 90% of the general public are morons. That's why they don't understand the role of the media. (laughs) That's a text message from Paul. And this is a rare one from Bill and Hobart. I'm on the side of the journos on this. The Oliver stuff is just reporting the facts. If Clary gets in the car and follows him home, uh, if Cleary gets in the car and follows him home, different matter. Well, that, yeah, and Bill, that certainly didn't happen. Um, another text. Morning, gents, says Dave. Sam, I'm not sure if you've heard Tom on Breakfast with Gary, but you'll probably want to start questions that notice at about 7.15 <laughs> as Tom comes loaded with questions. I love the energy, Dave, of, yeah. of Tommy Morris. And I love the energy as we get to our first break. If Jake Fraser McGurk, if that's a oh. sign of things to come, and a lot of people think it is, if he's going to hit seven, six half centuries, yeah. then sign me yep. up now. Yep. That was breathtaking. See Glenn Maxwell's tweet? Yes. Yeah. The most, no one in Australia is better to watch, he said, than Fraser McGurk. Easily the most talented young batter, easily in the country. His potential doesn't actually have a ceiling. And Glenn Maxwell, of all people, Didn't he's know. calling him a rooster. Well, that's, that's, his name. A, that's his nickname. Oh, is it? Yeah, Rooster's his oh, nickname. Well, well, it's an appropriate nickname. It might be self... Uh, self the way he looks? I just think the way he carries himself. He's an alpha, he's an alpha male. He's got the, he's got the chest out. Well, that's a good certainly nickname. got an air of confidence. Um, he batted beautifully last night. Did you watch him? He yeah, was wacky. Watch it. Can we, oh, later on, I want to talk about uh, Australia v India as well in the women's cricket. Yeah. That was a hard watch. That last two hours of cricket. Oh, the first couple of hours were a hard watch. Yeah, it was. We yeah, had Diamond Duck for Phoebe Litchfield. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, it was, it was, uh, there's a lot of cricket on last night, and I know you love your cricket, but uh, Jake Fraser McGurk, if you rank the top four T20 openers in Australia, you have, you've got David Warner, yep. Mitch Marsh, Travis Head. And then the next one, McGurk and Matt Short. That's a very good five. He was good the other day. The T20 World Cup next year is going to be interesting to see if they can fit all five, you know, at least four of them in to the one squad. Okay, here's some advice for you for Chadston from 984. When I went to Chatty, all the parks had less than five. The $50 valet parking had 750 bucks. 50 bucks? So 50 bucks, I think, is the answer. Nah, no Don't way. muck around. You'll save time. That's a Christmas present. 50 buck no valet. Way. I reckon you can afford it, Tommy. Now that you signed that, uh, those big contracts, I reckon no, you Absolutely need, no way. I reckon Channel 9 will pay for it. Don't worry about it. Oh, first on expenses. With, first with the blinker gets it. That's interesting. So you've got to get your indicator on first. That's a good call. I'm just driving around with my indicator on the hey, whole 100%. time. <laughs> In fact, the hazard, so you can get both sides yeah. covered off. <laughs> Very good. Hey. Welcome back. Summer breakfast. Sam Edmund, Tom Morris. No. Tommy is headed to Chadston. No. I'm headed to the airport. Wherever you're headed today on this end of the working week, the last working day before Christmas, all the very best to you. It sounds as though we all might need it. This text from uh, Mark Ann in Vermont. I worked at Chatty for nine years until a month ago. There's so much going on there and clothes there that I wouldn't go. <laughs> Head to Knox City is his suggestion. I'm having a go. I'm ready for it. Like I'm mentally prepared for it. The worst thing is you can't get there that early because you're here. So you're going to be going 
in the middle of the storm. I'm going to body fit training, and then I'll go at about eleven o'clock, which almost couldn't be a there couldn't be a worse time. Late morning. Oh, that's that's. that's Be prepared to walk at Chadston. One of the entries are closed. I didn't know this. Chadston Shopping Centre voted top three worst car parks in Melbourne. No way I'm going there. That's from Mick and uh, Ray. Good on you, Ray. Last day on the Bricks, boys. Then to the pub. Love the show. Enjoy the break. Oh, thanks, that, thanks, Ray. Ray's got his day sorted. Ray's out. is all good. See, the other thing is online shopping's your friend. You needed to yeah, online. I'm, I'm not particularly good at online shopping. Like, it's just not my thing. I have bought things online. Like I can buy golf balls online, but in terms of clothes, I like to go there. <laughs> yes, I appreciate Talk that. to the person that's selling the clothes and work out what I want, and 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 actually feel the cloth in my hand. Brent Andrew was saying that actually Jake Fraser McGurk's uh, nickname is to do with exactly the nickname. This is Andrew's theory. I reckon Fraser McGurk's name probably has something to do with his nickname. McGurk sounds like McGurk. Oh, right. The way one. You said it again, Sammy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if Coxie was here, I'd be done. Yeah. Uh, Rides the sound a hen or rooster makes. Cheers, Andrew. No worries. Well, that makes sense. I think, it's, I think it's probably double. I think it's probably one of those uh, nicknames that suits many aspects of his life. But my other question for you, if you're driving to Chadston today, Sammy, are you ever giving up? Are you, gonna, are you happy to drive around? No, no, once you're there, well, I wouldn't do it. But if I made the decision to go, I, I am. Yeah. I'm in. You're in then. Mm. You're done. You're yeah. not packing up and going anywhere else. No. So if you're going, you've got to be like Tom Curran. You have to go with conviction. <laughs> Not like him at all. Poor no. comparison. But you have to be on the train tracks. There's no U-turn. Yeah. You're going, mate. Yeah. You are going, and you're going to go until you get it done. Hey, uh, we've got an addition to the McCafe menu today because the Socceroos squad for the upcoming Asian Cup is about to be named today. Graham Arnold can name, I think, a 26-man squad. Joey Lynch is going to join us. Freelance journal at ESPN, Guardian, Optus Sport, knows the sport inside and out. We'll chat to him at 7.40. I think that... Um, that announcement will be made when you're looking for uh, your car park at Chadston this morning. And oh, there's already been some controversy, though, because Jamie McLaren, yeah, uh, star at uh, Melbourne City, has volunteered the information that uh, that he is not in the squad and he's none too thrilled about it either. Yeah, I'm not going. Uh, look, I'm a player, I'm a realist. You know, I understand. Uh, I've had some niggle, niggling things bothering me at the moment. Still, They still are. Um, but, you know, my last game for, for the national team was a hat-trick, but... You know, I know my position under Arnie and uh, it's, it's not a starter and, and I have to accept that. So it uh, just means that January I'll be here and uh, playing for Melbourne City and uh, trying to climb up the ladder. Yeah, this is why Joey will be good because I think Jamie McLaren has had an, uh, an injury niggle of sorts, maybe a maybe an ankle injury, I think it yeah. might be, but his last appearance in, in the green and gold netted a second half hat trick. That's what he, he's, what he said. <laughs> I love that he said that in the press conference just to make sure everyone knew that the last time he played, he scored a hat-trick. Are you a, a big soccer fan, Sammy? I love it. So did you get tickets to the Matildas? Because no. I, I missed out. I missed out too. Yeah, I tried. I, missed out too. I was like I had 12, a, but I couldn't get them. Would have loved to have gone. Now, they're going to be a Marvel, which I think um, Marvel sold out, didn't it, for the for the Tillies as well. Um, yeah. Lots so that, of people I know missed out on the, those tickets. And and I guess people always draw the comparison here off the text when we talk about poor crowds for test cricket. Mm. Um, most recently over there in Perth, of course, which is not a new, which is not a new story, but just the, the so the Tillies played in Perth recently as well. And they came from everywhere. The, the, the women's soccer. Yep. Absolutely slaying test cricket. It is. It is quite amazing to see. Easily. Like not even a contest. So a national team, two of our, two, well, they'd be our two biggest national teams, really. Matildas the men's the cricket team oh, and yep. the Matildas, uh, in terms of profile and international reach and exposure. Yep. And one is going backwards, seemingly, in terms of approval rating as well yeah. and our love for them, I think. Yeah. There's never been lower when it comes to men's cricket. 
And then you've got the Matildas, who which, can do no wrong. Which is bizarre in the men's cricket team, given how many all-time oh, greats are in that team. Well, and all the trophies in the cabinet. Yeah. Who couldn't win anything else. It's a complex web of reasons. Do you think the Matildas are more loved in Australia than the Socceroos? Complex web of reasons. I like that. I like that. That's Repeat good. that question. Do you think the Matildas are more loved in Australia than the Socceroos? Uh, oh, that's a tough question to answer. I think they are. Because... Well, I mean, the Socceroos uh, well, we got need... out of the group stage, which was fantastic at the last World Cup. Jeez, the appetite for the Socceroos at those live sites at three in the morning. It's pretty awesome. That's pretty tribal. Dead. That's some real dedication. The Matildas is this groundswell of emotion. And it's embar- I'm, I'm embarrassed that... No, I'm all aboard I'm... it. I'm all aboard it. But if the men's team had a home World Cup here, oh. Oh, I reckon that would be absolutely well, We enormous. missed out, didn't we? Went we did to Qatar. Miss out. And now the Saudis, I think, are going to yeah. beat us to it as we well. We could be done for a while. No, I, I, when Selection I'm, process of FIFA. It's rigorous and it's thorough oh, and it's transparent. Don't get yourself in trouble. Qatar, don't get in yourself in Saudi trouble. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm watching the Matildas, I care more about the Matildas than I do about any other sports team in Australia. Really? Yep. When I was watching them, when I was at the game in Sydney, when Sam Kerr scored that yeah. goal. Oh, we're all in. I haven't barracked, I haven't barracked like that since I reckon I was a little boy. At watching yeah. Melbourne Footy Club in about 2004. Something about world football like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's the reason why it's the world game. It's a simple sport. It's not hard to understand. And one goal, one moment can change a night, can and change a life. It feels like one of the last frontiers is a country that we need to... And how do we, but how do we reach that frontier? Who knows when we'll ever, if we'll ever win an international World Cup, um, either being the Matildas or the Socceroos will be generations yeah. upon generations away. But it feels like it's the last sporting frontier for us, doesn't it? Yeah. What else has Australia not achieved in the sporting sense? It's, it would be one of the last yeah. frontiers to cross, and maybe that's why. We we bat above our average, don't we? Like in, in many sports, we have more gold medals than our population dictates when you consider Olympics. But when you look at the Matildas, like why can't we win a World Cup? You know, like I'm no expert, but watching the last World Cup, our, our best football was yeah. fantastic. No, they're in the top. Whereas the Socceroos, I mean, we had that golden generation, but even then, we're workmanlike, aren't we, in men's football? No, but we not. have stars in the in the women's game. It was it was just extraordinary what the men's team were able to achieve, though, um, in that run. Yeah, of the, it was the round of sixteen, the last men's. But World even Cup. so, it was workmanlike. We're never going to win the whole thing. No, no, there's a massive golfing yeah. class there. Please don't compare audiences for the Matildas with Test cricket. Matildas play at home two times a year. Cricket is twelve months of the year in many formats. Well, it's not twelve months a year in many formats here. And uh, the Matildas aren't cheats. Sam and Tom, pretty obvious. I was waiting to see how long that yeah, was going to take. Yeah, sandpaper gate. Always Hasn't that reared up recently a lot. The sandpaper gate stuff. Yeah. Well, that's. That's the Mitchell Johnson column, I suppose. It's put it right back into the spotlight. But uh, the Melbourne Mavericks here as well. Looking forward to getting behind the Mavs. You can get a membership today. Just head to melbournemavericks.com. And the 40 Winks Temper text humming along for the 22nd day of December. The all-new Temper Pro is out. It also happens to be Temper's most adaptive (laughs) mattress ever, and it's a mattress like no other. But All these Chadston text messages are great. Chadston is great. I live behind it. All permit parking. It's a corner shop. Only the issue I go. (laughs) I get my milk and bread. I end up spending hundreds and other random stuff. Someone was telling me before, here we go, at Chadston, drop the car at one of the car wash places in the car park. You get the car washed and get the easy park too. Now that. Rexy. That is a life hack if ever I've yes. seen one. And my car needs a wash as and well. And then you find out that the car washing starts at 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. Well, at least you get your car washed. 80 for a wax as well. Yeah.